0: Technisha.
1: Good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone. This is Technisha, and I am coming to you live from Blog Talk Radio and also on live.me, and I am supposed to be chatting with a wonderful young lady. You have seen her in so many movies. But at the moment, I am going to hit you with a commercial break. And a little bit of music so we can get this young lady on the line. I don't want to give you out the information just yet on who she is. I mean, I know you guys already see it, and most of you. But for the ones who don't, I want to wait. I do. I want to wait. So I'm going to just hit you with tunes while I get her on the line at the moment. So just stay tuned, and I'm going to be right back after this. everyone. I had to cut the music short because I have one of my favorite actresses on, Christina Anna Powell. That's right. I, I didn't want to tell you Ty actually got her online, but she is an actress, and many of you, so many um, movies and shows, The Black Swan, we have seen her. One of my favorites is Cruel Intentions 3, and I have watched all three of them, and I love every last one of them. They're so, they're they're like in a sick, sexual twisted way type of movies. But I love every one of them are my type of movies. Um, and she was actually born in Hawaii. And we're going to be talking about her newest upcoming movie um, that actually was she had to go back to Hawaii to do. So this is totally awesome. Um, and she spent so many of her years studying ballet, music, and theater. This woman has done it all. She has trained and perform theater at, after... Theatrically. see I'm tripping up on my words because I'm so excited um and as I said she started she also started in True Blood, The Glades, House, Monk, CSI New York, Without a Trace, Once and Again, My Favorite Soap Opera, General Hospital, and Knight Rider so without further ado I'm going to bring Christina on because I know she is so short on time Christina thank you for doing this for me I appreciate you for doing this interview
2: so much for having me on I'm happy to be here
1: Yes. So, Christina, we have named most of everything that you have starred in an awesome job with your career. Um, Thank you. Going from film. You are so welcome. Going from film into movie. How is it with the transition going from film into movie? Well, I think
2: the transition is pretty seamless now, back and forth. A lot of people are, are, you know, it's not necessarily from one to the other, and then you stay there. People go back and forth all the time, and there's really, really great roles on TV, especially for women. I think now, great, great stories for women and great characters for women. So, I've really enjoyed my transition in both directions.
1: <laughs> I was just, I was just so. Starstruck, the fact that I get a chance to interview, I'm like,
2: Christine Anna Powell?
1: I'm like, oh my God, like and I just have <laughs> recently just seen Cruel Intentions. I can not believe that I missed out on Cruel Intentions three, because I love watching them. When I first seen part one, I was like, yes. It was like a thick, like I said, a thick, twisted little plot. And I was like, I love stuff like that. <laughs> but what what most interests me is that the fact you're from Hawaii and now you have a new upcoming film a new upcoming movie. Kuleana, if I'm saying it correctly, Mm -hmm. that was actually done in Hawaii and majority of the cast is from Hawaii, which is so awesome.
2: Mm -hmm. That's true, yeah, and you you pronounced it correctly, yeah, Kuleana, and uh, it was an incredible film to be a part of. I had known the director, writer-director Brian Cohn for quite a few years and had watched the script go through different incarnations and it just kept evolving and evolving and I thought every single time there's no way the script can get any better and every time he'd send me a new draft it was and it was just it was it's been such a great project to be a part of from beginning to till now with it being released in theaters on Friday tomorrow so it's it's been a really long road especially for Brian he he worked on the script for about 12 years so it's a, a really special piece and I think people are going to enjoy it a lot.
1: I, I know they will, I, cause I got my little sneak preview of it, and it's it's awesome. Oh, I'm telling you, it's it's really <laughs> oh, good. Um, it really takes you in. It's a very mysterious film, and it's it's awesome. And then what gets me, cause Brian, he's from Hawaii himself, so I was like, this is really good. I mean, everyone is from Hawaii. We're based mm-hmm. in Hawaii. What was it like filming there? Actually, going back to your home and and filming in Hawaii.
2: Well, I actually grew up on the big island, the different island that we were, we were filming on, the island of Maui, so it was great. I mean, it's always okay. wonderful to go back home to Hawaii. Any island, you know, feels like home, but it was nice to be able to have a month or a month and a half, I can't remember how long I was there for, to really explore Maui. I'd been there a couple of times, but I'd never really had a lot of time on the island, so on our days off, uh, Stars and I had such a great time going all around. It's just It's a beautiful, beautiful island, and they had put me and my co-star, Sonia Balmorez, who plays Kim in the film, up at, we shared a, a house, it, and it was Laird Hamilton's former house, right on the ocean. You can imagine it was just the most beautiful place to stay with a beautiful infinity pool and horses and, and all of that. So it was a really nice, nice experience.
1: Well, you know, I'm glad that he did choose you playing Kuleana, that's very grateful of him doing it. Like I said, it's an absolutely beautiful film. Um, While playing in this, did you base your performance on anything real
2: or alive in here? No, not really. I think I pulled from, I sort of pulled inspiration from several different people that I know. And then I found a lot about the character to and parts of me that were were in Rose Coil and brought those to the surface Uh, and then the rest is just sort of you creating the creating the character on the spot and also Brian and I sat down a lot before shooting and and talked about Rose and and we injected a bunch of symbolism in there even the colors that she's wearing we worked really closely with the costume designer who was incredible Ann, and uh, mm-hmm. Just You know, he, even down to the colors that Rose wears throughout the film, it's all it all has meaning and symbolism right. and, and it all helped me develop the character further as far as the acting was concerned.
1: Now, how long did the shooting take?
2: We were on location for about a month and a half. Wow. Yeah. OK. Most films are. are yeah, that was. So. Um, that was it. That was fast.
1: Right. I'm, I'm, you know, shooting the film this quick. Do you even, do you have to be even more prepared as opposed to like when you're doing a bigger budget film?
2: Yeah, for sure. On on independent film, you do have to be a lot more prepared. And sometimes, you know, you're not going to have as many takes as you would have on a, a bigger budget film, obviously. So it does help to be more prepared it helps helped everyone helps the entire process move move quickly and Brian did a really great job with right. that you know we had we had a lot of rehearsal time and we had a lot of discussions about everything so for the most part when we we showed up on set even though we were on such a, a quick schedule i never felt rushed at all i never felt rushed in any of the scenes i don't know if any of the other actors did but i feel like he really somehow miraculously made it feel like we had Plenty of time to get it right uh, with every with every take. So, but that's all that's all him. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> right, and I and I can understand that because it's like this. But when you got that one take, you just know you got to do it so well. And, and speaking mm-hmm. of preparation, what is it like, Christina, when you first get a script? What are the first things that you usually do?
2: Uh, the first thing that I usually do is. I usually import it into a program that I have called Rehearsal, Rehearsal Pro. I think it's called Rehearsal Pro. And it's so great because you can cord the opposite lines and then leave space for your lines and kind of split them up into different, the different scenes and label them. Because, you know, when you're shooting a movie or a TV show, everything's out of order. So the first thing I do is that just so I feel organized as far as my preparation goes. So I can look at the schedule, for that day or for the next week or whatever it is and and really work on those scenes. And rehearsal pro is such a great secret tool for actors because you can just push play once you record it and get it all set up. And it just does it on a loop, goes over and over and over of you saying the other lines. So you can sort of just put your device down and walk around and practice, you know, look at it as much as you need to, to, to memorize the lines. And then after a while you're off book, but it just keeps repeating way more than any person helping you read your lines or any acting coach would ever do it with you so that's the first thing I do just because I, I tend to the more I run the scene with that program the more ideas that I get and and then other things come you know ways to shape the character and questions for the director and, and additional, fa- additional right. things to inject and you know all of that so that's my first getting organized is my first step for sure with a script and then comes figuring out what kind of Homework? Could I do? Is there any? Are there any places I can visit? Anything I need to study? Uh, which is really fun as well to come up with those ideas.
1: Oh, I, I, I bet. Um,
2: now, 'cause you,
1: you, you came from a great movie production, and I love it. Black Swan was definitely my thing. I mean, you really have to. You got to really watch it because it's like if you miss one second of it, you are lost the whole minute of the movie. Yeah. You have to actually stare like, okay, okay, that's what's going on. All right, now I understand. Yeah. I mean, these films, I mean, Christina, from looking at your acting, a lot of stuff you played and it'd be kind of a little twisted, a little stick a up yeah. in the mind. You'd be like, wait a minute, hold on. I got to actually sit here and study this. I mean, there's not a movie that I don't think that you have not played so well that didn't have a sick twisted plot, so you are like, hold on now. Yeah, even General <laughs> Hospital. And that's why I said I love General Hospital, because General Hospital would be all over the place. You'd be like, wait a minute, hold on. You doing what? Okay, you over here now. Right, okay, this is this going crazy. Now you now you the bad guy, but I thought you was the good guy. So everything it looks like that's what you live for mostly in your in your films. It's always a mystery throughout everything.
2: Yeah, I definitely am drawn to twisted plots, and I love anything supernatural. I have realized, also, I didn't, I didn't always realize that I'm choosing that. But even in Kuliana, there's an element of sort of otherworldliness with the character of Rose. But *True Blood*, *Black Swan*—you know, they're all sort of there's there's a little bit of not—I mean, not everyone has supernatural. *True Blood* obviously does, oh, right. but just some kind of paranormal or grim, you know, as a supernatural component. I love I love all of that i like i like uh the fantasy world and i would i would rather do something otherworldly that involves ghosts or aliens any day than than some normal sitting in a room talking scene <laughs>
1: right now a lot of your earlier work has been on t v and as such, I keep mentioning your hospital because i I love it my husband is the one who who has me addicted to it. And I'm very upset with myself because I have missed actually two years of watching it. Yeah. So I'm I'm still stuck in March. I know Kristen. That's because I I get caught up with other shows that people keep telling me to watch. And that's why I tell people do not tell me about another show. I don't want to know if the Mm -hmm. show is good. Let me finish what Mm -hmm. I'm already watching. I, I have too many shows on my list, but how was it working on General Hospital? I mean, I, I love the whole atmosphere, and I can't believe it's going on um, over 50 years now for General Hospital.
2: Yeah, it's, it's been on awesome for yeah. a long time. It was wonderful working on it. It was years ago. I think I was 20, 22 years old when I was on General Hospital. And my, I grew up watching because my mom loves watching General Hospital. So, Dean was with. Dr. Tony Jones, who was on since I was a kid, and I forget who else, Bobby, who was like a nurse. I don't know if they're still on the show. They were, they were, they had already been on for 30 years, I think, at that point. So I'm not sure if they're still there. But it, these iconic characters that I grew up watching when I was a kid, uh, but, you know, via my mother having it on in the background. So that was pretty, that was pretty exciting. <laughs> to be a part of something so iconic from my upbringing, and I noticed, you know, I, would, I was doing other little films and different things at that time, and, and nobody got as excited about anything as they did about General Hospital. And I think it's just because everybody has watched it and can relate to it, and it's, it's such a part of our, our culture. So as far as relatives and people like that getting excited, General Hospital had everybody the most excited I think they've ever been in my career, even more excited than Black Swan, because that's sort of a, no one really knew till it came out that it was going to be a hit at all, and you know, unless people had were film buffs, and they knew who Darren Aronofsky was. Um, but that's a much higher profile project, obviously, than General Hospital. But as far as people's reactions, always General Hospital has always won as far as people's excitement.
1: <laughs> yes, I said, look at Sonny. Still on there doing whatever he needs to do and it's it's just a it's amazing the love that mm-hmm. people have for this so opera. And I get so excited, I'm like, Oh and then my husband he'll go tell me, Well, you know, this is happening it's such such and I'm like Mm-mm, don't tell me I don't I don't want to hear about today's episode because I'm so behind like it throws me off I am the kind I want to watch every bit of it. I want to watch it myself if you tell me then it's like you're kill the surprise for me let me watch it because I, I can't worry about what happened in as of today's episode I got to worry about what happened two years ago episode and I am I'm keeping up with I'm like okay i watched it this day so and, and what gets me, because it's hard for me to catch up with it, Christina, because the simple fact, it comes on every single day, Monday through Friday. So it's like, darn it. Oh, it's not no. like a regular. It's not like The Walking Dead. I could catch up with that because that's every Sunday, but this every day. So I'm like, I got some work to do, but I, I will succeed and catch up with it. But um, <laughs> out of out of everything that you have done, Christina. What mm-hmm. probably was your worst audition? That you could My think worst of.
2: audition, for something that I uh, ended up booking, yes. or just in general? Just in something general. something that I ended up actually. Bo- oh, in general. Oh my gosh, there's been so many bad auditions. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I can't even. <laughs> I wouldn't even be able to tell you one. There's, there's. It. A lot of times, obviously, I, I've always. I mean, I've always tried to show up as prepared as possible to auditions, but there's so many variables that you have no control over maybe they've already found the person they're looking for, you know, maybe you look like the ex-girlfriend of one of the producers and they hate that person. Maybe, you know, there's there's so many different reasons why an audition could, could just go horribly and they could really dislike what you're doing, even though you're bringing your best and doing your best. Um, I don't know, it's too too many to, too many to even mention. There's just been so many bad auditions, but you know, for an actor, anybody who's been out there auditioning will, will tell you and I can relate to the fact that it's like very rarely is a bad audition because you do a bad job. Sometimes it is. Sometimes you're having an off day. But for the most part, it, it has to do with with the situation and external circumstances <laughs> that affect how you feel when you leave that room.
1: Right. And it's it's no easy task getting out there and whoever – I always suggest people, if you're going into that acting world, always stay ready. Stay ready Mm -hmm. for the criticism, Mm -hmm. everything, because it's a shot out there for you, but you have to work your butt off. It's not going to be, okay, they automatically going to pick you. I mean, some people have been blessed. I won't call them lucky, but they have been blessed to get certain parts right then and there. But you Mm -hmm. have to work your butt off. But what I'm most proud of you, because this past year, awesome it's like a, a tonight show for kids you got every mm-hmm. star from this nickelodeon and more that is so awesome that you're taking that and giving it back to all the children out here
2: Mhm. yeah it's really an exciting yeah. project and I co-created it with award-winning talk show host John Kerwin who had done a grown-up talk show late night talk show for years and years and he's just such an incredible interviewer and is great with kids, and we came up with the idea to do a talk show for kids, a late-night-style format. It airs, well, now it's going to be streaming, so they can watch it anytime. time. It'll be on all the different platforms, Amazon, Roku, all those different places pretty soon. But, um, yeah, a late-night-style format. There was nothing like that. It seemed like it was sort of a, a niche in the market, and the kids have, these kids have massive followings and a really big fan base, but they don't really have a, that many interview platforms to appear on. So it's great for them and it's great for their fans and and it's great, great for us. And I think it's, we've only just begun. We've done about three seasons so far, officially three seasons, but we're, we're in the process of doing deals with a bunch of different platforms and getting those three seasons up there. And we're in pre-production for season four. So I think season four is going to be bigger, bigger and better than ever.
1: Ryan, it's good that you've been able to balance it all. So, Christina, what is next for you?
2: Well, more with the kids' show, for sure. There's stuff actually today, as soon as we get off the phone, I've got got a bunch of calls to make, <laughs> and we're, we're, we're working with Amazon to get a bunch of the shows up there and um, with, with some other platforms, Apple TV. So that's taking up some time for me at the moment. And I wanted to see all the, see all those shows that we've done so far, which most of them have aired nationwide already on direct TV, but you know, we want them to have um, a much wider audience. So getting those up there, there's a bunch of, bunch of work to do and a bunch of stuff involved in doing that more than you could imagine. And then continuing on and and preparing for season four is taking up a lot of time. And I have a few other projects in development as well. One feature film and another series. um, That's sort of like a Hallmark channel style series that uh, we're taking a bunch of meetings on and and pushing forward. So a lot in in the writing and producing realms. There's a lot of activity right now.
1: Well, you keep your hands busy, Christina. And what advice would you probably give to any upcoming actress out here that's willing to go for it?
2: I think that it's more, you know, I always say to people, it's more about tenacity than talent. So, obviously, you have right. to have talent as well at the end of the day. But uh, there's a lot of talented people that don't don't become successful, and it's because they lack tenacity. So, and there's a lot of really tenacious people that don't have that much talent but still have a lot of success. So, no matter what, you can be, you know, on any part of the the spectrum of talent, <laughs> talent ability. And you, you you just have to have tenacity, the better, and the, the more the longer you can keep that tenacity up, the better. The more opportunities you're going to get, and the more success you're going to have.
1: Well, I say that's well put. That's so true. It is, Christina. Yeah. It was such a pleasure to have you on here and giving me this interview. I I do, and much much blessings in your future endeavors. I cannot wait to see Juliana. Come out this Friday, everyone in theater, So please make sure you check it out. If you're watching the replay or listening to it live, make sure you share the show because it will be in the archives. Christina, once again, thank you so much for being here, taking out time with us. Blessings to you.
2: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I love, I love being a part of the show. Have a great day.
1: Thank you. You too, Christina. <laughs> Bye. And
2: before
1: thank I, you. Bye. And before oh. I leave you, my listeners. My truth of the day for all of you listeners out there, accept people and situations as they are not as you want them to be. Many times I overhear people berating others for not living up to a certain standard. They judge the person without knowing the situation, without knowing all the facts. They think they are being helpful when in truth they are making the situation worse. Just because someone or a situation isn't good enough for you does not mean you have the right to judge that person or the situation. When you really want to help someone, just listen. And when a person asks you, say, well, that surely would not work for me. And if you like it, unless it is a scenario that could bring harm or danger in that case, please report to the authorities. Mm-hmm. Today, accept people in situations that they are not as you want them to be. Enjoy the day, everyone. Peace and blessings to all of you. I appreciate you. Before I leave, I want to just say I appreciate everyone for listening to my show. It really helped a lot. I don't ask for much, but just to listen. And I thank all of you. I am truly blessed to have you as my followers, saying that I motivate you. It means a lot. It does. From the bottom of my heart, it means so much here and there from many of you emailing me that and I'm gonna to continue to do what I think is best that the Lord put me here on the earth for is to motivate others and inspire others. And I'm not gonna stop. So without Without any more to say, I'm going to see you the next time on The Bright Side with Technicia. Thanks for listening, and I love all of you.
0: Thanks for listening to The Bright Side with Technicia. If you like what you heard, tell your dad, mother, cousin, uncle, whomever. Be sure to check out the archive section at www.brightsidewithtk.com.